0: Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko Table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo! yo, Yayo,
2: yayo, folks. Welcome to the latest and the greatest from the Yonko Table. That's the voice of Grandmaster Hoop you're hearing here at the helms, here at the forefront of this trek through the desert. Because here we are trying to search for the meaning behind Moon Knight. That's right. We're back here to talk about Moon Knight episode four, and as some people have pointed out, it seems episode four seemed to be the quintessential episodes in these Marvel series. But I am not alone in this trek across this desert. With me, as always, is fellow Yanko, Doctor Jace Attorney. Doctor Jace Attorney, are you going to stand by my side throughout this Moon Knight journey, or are is your is your path uh wavering? Is it meandering elsewhere? Are you are you fully invested still?
0: Oh yes 100% uh this episode I would go as far as to say it's probably the best Moon Knight episode got a lot of Evil Dead feels from it a lot of Sam Raimi elements uh we'll deep dive those specific elements as we go into the episode but this one hit really hard I really like what they did um, and I feel like they really honed in on what makes this show different from the typical Marvel formula. And, uh, I, I, I know we kind of talked about it already in the group chat and we'll elaborate more on it here. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm still a Moon Knight stan four episodes in. We got two after this one. If they keep the pace up like this, <laughs> yeah, this is going to be, I would say probably the best Marvel show. I don't know. I don't know. It's got some good competition, but we'll see. But I'm here for it.
2: And that's a fair statement. Good competition. Yes, they're doing different things in Moon Knight, and they seem to have culminated into an ending that definitely left the viewers, uh, as my background shows, bewildered, astounded, shocked. And we'll get there. But we're not alone on this trek again. We always bring some supernovas along for the ride. So let's
1: hear who will be joining us tonight. She coming, Mr. Boombastic. Wait, no, no, no. That's wrong. That's wrong. It's Mr. Bombastic. It's
3: the one, the only Nino Desplazado.
1: Who's that dork?
4: It stars. Right, look, let's get into this. Um, as you
2: said, they are breaking formula with Moon Knight. And uh, you know, you care to disagree. I think this episode was great. Or, you know, whether if you disagree, I don't know where y'all stand. Um, but let's get into what makes this episode so great or so different for starters. Um, you know, we've been, you know, kind of joking around as far as where it's pulling. It's, you know, uh, it's like inspirations from this. Th- the first part of this episode felt like the mummy to me. Very mummy-esque, very, you know, globe globetrotting, uh, which they've already been doing, but here they are, you know, they're through, going through the desert. They're looking for the tomb. They make it to the tomb. And now we have just like this, like Indiana Jones slash mummy film. And then it takes a turn. But I'm again, I I'm, I'm really enjoying just, yes, how they're approaching this story. Uh, we know country not currently in the picture. So it's really just them being humans. And uh, we get a lot from Layla, this episode, a lot from Steven and the Layla dynamic. And then we get good bits with Mark I thought this episode worked really well, and I really enjoyed the mummy esque. Uh, do, do Do y'all like the Tomb Raider feel, or y'all like mummy Tomb Raider fans? I felt they Tomb did a really Buster, good job.
3: You say
4: who Tomb Buster? Uh, Tomb Buster.
2: <laughs> good,
4: good. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think it was definitely that mummy feel for sure, um, especially like. Once they like got to the actual amidst tomb, they were walking around, they found the, um, I can't remember the name, I literally just saw it, the, the statues of stuff. Uh, Ushanti, Ushanti? Yeah, when they were finding oh, that, like, this place is cursed, you know, like, I was definitely getting like the mummy vibes from this and I love the mummy from Brendan Fraser. Um, so I, I really liked this episode a lot more than all the other ones, but I do have to say I'm still, so lost. I have no idea what Moon Knight really is about, and like the last ten minutes of the episode, I feel like I got even more lost. And then like I was found. I I don't have no idea. Like this like Moon Knight right now, I just feel like has no real direction. And is this even a Marvel production? Because there are literally no hints or any allusions to anything Marvel related, other than. Victor Von Doom being in Latveria in episode one.
3: Good.
1: That's all I'm saying.
3: I'm saying that this, the, because it's so stripped away from the the other Marvel properties, especially the other Marvel shows, I feel like a lot of what put the the other shows down was that they had to tie into the greater Marvel universes. Except Loki, because that was the whole point. Loki was kind of like a special thing where it's like, the whole point was to go and affect the entire Marvel universe. But this feels, this feels really like a special show where, you know, people are just showing up and acting. I feel like last week's episode was a little bit of a mess. Um, It felt like last week's episode did feel like another episode of another TV show, except near the end where, um, what do you call it? They moved the sky with Kanshu. that was really well done i feel like all i feel like something consistently that has been done throughout all these episodes is they have really strong endings um which a lot of the other shows kind of lacked in like episode to episode this really does feel um like a, a special way and i think it's also because they're cutting out a lot of the filler That's usually in these shows. Like, did we need the first two episodes of WandaVision where they just, it was just a straight up recreation Uh, of of 50s and 60s? I mean, it's nice to see, but then also, did we need like the last, like maybe the second to last episode of WandaVision where, you know, a lot of, it was just moving pieces around rather than, you know what I mean? Yes, Storytelling. You're a writer. You know this. You gotta set up
4: the pieces. You gotta get the the people engaged with the hook. Get them wanting more. But, Wanda, you, but Wanda, can you, hear me. All of us were having different theories. This was but great. But you, you
2: are engaged with Moon Knight. You're just confused. I, what's going on with Moon Knight? But you call it a lack of direction. I think that's the whole point. Because again, a lot of what makes Moon Knight great is. We are right in it with Steven and Mark as far as what the hell is going on. And this episode really did push the boundaries of, is everything real? Is everything in their hands? What is going on? Mr. Bombastic, I see you itching. I wonder what side you're leaning on.
1: Ooh. I'm actually agreeing with Dars? Um, yeah. <laughs> uh Currible. I'm agreeing in the sense that it, it actually, like, it, the main point of, like, any show is to c- catch people. Like, have people... Um, get ready for the next episode. So and I know in episode four basically everything started to come together uh, you started figuring out some pieces you started learning some things here and there and then something happened we're gonna be talking I'm pretty sure we're gonna be talking about it later on where like so many so much more questions started coming up and that's gonna get the viewer to just be like, okay, what just happened? I'm going to check it, I guess I'm going to check it out next episode to see if anything's actually going to culminate in that sense. But I do agree with darts in that sense.
4: And has anything culminated from it? No, we still have no idea where the heck this thing is going. It's still
1: building. It's just going to make you watch it more in that sense. It's just going to make you watch it. Okay, now I'm going (laughs) to see what's going to happen.
3: Like, notice how all the people that were in that room with uh, Mark were people that had previously died on the show. Yes. Um, Oh. Was the one of the the orderlies
2: from episode three, right? He was the man for the guy.
3: I thought I recognized the old lady. The old lady that asked to be judged. She was there, too. Oh, she was. I didn't notice. I I don't remember what she even looked like. The the blonde lady. Old lady with white hair. But like, I was like, everybody that, that already was on this show, is here but I think I think we'll get to that but I think I think it, this show is kind of pushing its boundaries with what it can be because it was it did feel very I don't want to call it Tomb Raider-esque but it did feel it does feel like the characters are informing the 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 main struggle in this because we are introduced with Steven Steve and we're thrown in it with Steven and As Mark reveals his secrets, now Steven and Mark are on the same playing field, kind of. And we're in it with them by the end of the episode. So I think that this is like a really, it's a really good way of keeping us wanting to come back. And it's not giving us all the answers up front. Like, who's, you know, what do you call, like, ah, we'll get to it. But I think the beginning of this episode with the Evil Dead, the horror was really great top tier which perfect because i want to talk about that too again
2: yes they're pushing what this show is and what it could be or what it possibly could be um and i was really thinking about it i feel this is the mcu's first real attempt at horror um and i feel they kind of nailed it and again that's where i get the mummy Uh, aspects i mean i'm not looking for all these jump scares but that scene where that dude is pull, picking apart—never uh, saw like,
0: that in an MCU project,
2: ever. Right. That I—I I felt. That that. You see the
0: chunks. He's eating the chunks and putting it inside of a yes, like a bin on the floor. You don't see yeah, that. You don't see
1: that in okay. Disney a lot. You mm-hmm.
0: don't. There was there was no warning before I played the episode.
1: I'm just gonna I'm, I'm just, so gonna, I, I'm just gonna
3: be here um and say. Um, for all the Twitter trolls out there saying, oh, but Yonko Table, um, Josh Whedon had Loki take someone's eye. Shut up. We don't want to hear your... Opinion. Oh, who said that? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's that not horror,
4: happen. though. This These things have got hands coming out the wall, you know? Yeah. But this goes back to my theory that Moon Knight is not in the same verse as the other Marvel TV shows. And so... <sighs> get brought back in through the Multiverse of Madness because it's leading straight in to May 6th when Multiverse comes out. So Multiverse is going to be Marvel's first horror project that's like out on the big screen. So I think this is all going to kind of tie in together and they're just preparing the Marvel nerds like us for all of the horror and
0: gore. I know Nino wants to flip the table right now. <laughs> I know
4: you think that this is a Marvel show but this is a marvel
0: tv show i mean what i think is going on uh because there there was no moon knight in this episode right like no moon knight proper Eh, i think like him in his costume right no no fighting uh no cool little gadgets or magic going on with his character I think that was a good selling point for the episode because all you're left with is really the dynamics between the characters and Oscar Isaac's performance as both Steven and Mark. Good Lord, this guy's got range. <laughs> this is absolutely insane. And now I want to know who, where's that third personality? Where is he at? Oh, What's
3: boy. his name? What's because going on? Because there's, there, there's, a, there's a question that we haven't, what do you call it, that we haven't been answered yet. For people paying attention, who set up the date with that lady? Scotty, it's oh okay. Wait, and, wait, 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 wait,
2: no, no, who? Scott. Okay, the date, yes, uh, the Neo date was right in episode. Oh, one. with
0: the with the the coworker, right? Right. yes Okay. Because it,
2: it, it was not Mark. It was not Mark. And I that's told you right. that's right. And I took this to Twitter too, and I haven't gotten answers. Uh I've gotten one answer, but the name is different but and don't look too much into it because again i like going i like not knowing anything i'm sure you can look up a lot of things that happens in this episode yeah and get confirmation online which i saw a lot of people doing but scotty that security guard kept calling steven scotty and he was like it's steven you know with a b with a v right and we see that third sarcophagus and, and, and again, there were oh, times,
0: right. They didn't open it this episode, right? They
2: didn't open it. And, Ooh. but they did refer to the previous episode when, you know, neither Steven or Mark stabbed that one goon, right? you know, right? and they're like, that wasn't me that killed him. That wasn't you. Who could it be? So, you know, you can be confused, Dars, but they are giving you sprinkles and you are eating up the breadcrumbs as much as you probably don't want to admit it. We, I yeah, mean, we are all eating at the breadcrumbs. It, I feel it's a good taste. That's that's a looming mystery that I think is going to be resolved, hopefully, in the next episode.
4: Plot but twist I, is their mom. It's who? It's their mom that they're on the phone with. Could be. No, nah, I'm be. Your mom Could is
0: not um, mom's we, in the sarcophagus. I don't
2: know. I mean, it, we, <laughs> it, it, at, at this point, it's very much you do not know yes you don't know what's going on you have a semblance of what's going on or what could possibly be going on but i i think that's the fun of moon knight
3: it's a good mystery oh and also wait wait i'm wait i'm sorry to so sorry to interrupt but who killed those people in episode three or is it was it episode three yeah episode three well the goons yeah yeah
0: Yeah, Yeah, that's what what i was just talking about that's what grandmaster said yeah, 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 yeah. But, but also, they,
1: too. They, they did it so well. And then, like, they they managed to, like, not give any hints at all. And once, like, you start thinking that, okay, Mark actually killed them at first. But then, once Mark said, oh, I didn't do it. And Steven, Stephen obviously is like, oh, well, of, of course I didn't do it. Uh, so now you're like, well, it's that avatar actually was the one who actually stabbed him. So he has to be one of them, or either, like, another personality it, it, at least he had to be right so, in that uh, episode I, a
2: lot real of- quick though real quick though um I on Twitter I was informed that you should say alters
1: and not personalities alters, oh. alters. To. a different alter I'll keep that in mind to not say it right, just okay. to make the Twitter people mad.
2: I I <laughs> no. I think there was some actual like legitimism behind that so cool cool fact but go ahead Dars.
4: No, I was just saying that was a very like conscious heavy episode that the previous episode to this one. So we got a lot more screen time of conscious, so we were distracted into thinking maybe Konsu was the one that was going out there stabbing people, but if he is the spirit and we can't he can't really control the body, he needs the avatar to do it, then I guess it does make sense that Scotty doesn't know that he's the the third altar in there. Um but Wait. I mean there's, that's the thing is like Moon Knight just gives you so many mysteries. There's still no idea what's going on. I need answers.
0: It's a good thing because let me tell you, we mentioned this last week. We thought if Kanshu was being imprisoned inside of that little wooden statue thing, what if there were other gods that were also banished in that same way Whoa, and then bam boom. look at that in the background baby. First,
1: beginning was, of this episode there, there were so many I, who
0: are they who was banished
1: <laughs> I that know. means their system is so flawed because like that, yes. that means like out of all, all those gods like Osiris um Ices um they they're all talking about like Oh, like we got to make everything proper, but literally banishing God's left and right. So like, how can they make everything like proper in a a sense? So that that in itself is a mystery. I wonder if
4: it's like a banishment or are they like grounded for like 10,000 years? You know, like, I feel like it's like, hmm, we must go and punish you for being in time out for 10 years. I, I think if it was a
2: banishment, they wouldn't be in those statues. I think it's yes, like you said, more of a punishment because at any time <laughs> i mean if they really wanted them gone they would make them gone but those statues are up for grabs for anyone to go honestly and grab them but uh speaking of you know mysteries we've gotten some more insight as far as you know layla's father which um layla was definitely a, a strong standout in this episode you know having to step yes. up and save mark and Stephen in the beginning of the episode and then you know they got separated but we get the reveal as far as Mark was there when Layla's father was executed executed. And it was Mark's partner. I hear this and I'm like, maybe it is this other dude who maybe Mark has buried away.
3: Or do you this think it was Mark? Do you think it was but, Mark? Well, no, what because, do you call it isn't not, isn't isn't Conchu the reason why like there are alters in the begin like in the first place like didn't conscious do that we
0: don't know we don't know yet if conscious if if the alters are a direct result of conshu being in the play or if mark or steven just has this problem from the beginning with or without conscious
4: but didn't they mention that in like the the last episode um when he was in trial he was saying like look there t- he's taking advantage of this poor person that is now having multiple altars inside of them like
2: this isn't fair
4: that Khonshu's doing this yada yada, yada. believe me not that they called
2: you know? Mark broken that Mark was already broken
4: right and and plus they also mentioned that um, or Mark mentioned that Khonshu technically saved him when he was out in the desert so I'm wondering if the partner shooting him he kind of like fell onto like a sacred thing that that's when he took on the altar or the Avatar of Conchu.
0: You know, now that Grandmaster actually said if whether or not this was uh, the third personality, the person that killed Layla's father, alter maybe uh, yeah, the third alter. <laughs> yes, um, for Twitter, for Twitter, for Twitter, purposes. for everyone, for everywhere, for social media, for Carnia. Um, <laughs> what if maybe it was the third personality, but this is Mark's internal a way of projecting fault onto someone else
2: that like, is exactly he what i'm could thinking
0: potentially be like no that clearly was not me i would never do something like that so in his mind how he remembers what 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 went down oh i have this nameless partner that we don't know about yet he's the one that did it i would never do that but maybe that's just a messed up memory that he has. Maybe he actually did pull the trigger. And because he, re- and maybe it was something he realized after the fact, maybe he didn't realize that was Layla's father until after he uh, killed her, uh, killed him. So after after the deed was done, he's like, oh my God, how am I gonna explain this? And then you have the whole mental trauma going on and then bam. Oh yeah, that was the third personality that did that. I had nothing to do with that. You know, I was
1: thinking the same thing, but he did, he did also explain that the partner shot him too, he he shot Mark, the partner, quote-unquote partner, um, that made, that actually like led into meeting uh, Khonshu, because Khonshu actually saved him from, uh, from death, um, and that's basically where kind of like everything began with, with quote-unquote Moon Knight, uh, so that, at first I was thinking that, yeah, it was the third alter, um, just doing, running things down, but then once I heard that Oh, well, he shot me too, unless it was kind of like attempt suicide right after.
0: I would, I would go as far as to say that could be his mind trying to wrap, trying to paint a scenario as believable as possible to be like, let me shoot myself wherever he was shot. I don't know where he was shot. I don't know if he shot himself in the chest, but then
4: like, how do you explain your background right now?
2: This? what do you that's yeah. that's what do you mean that's that's, that's it a,
3: that's the sarcophagus <laughs> i don't i don't know there's just so many i feel like that's a i feel like there's too many hoops and we haven't been given enough clues for that like that's that's us making an assumption that just because mark has uh, mark and steven are all like our altars, um that they might that there's something even more hidden about them, like not just another altar. I feel like we just have to take it at face value because there hasn't been anything else to suggest that well, Mark is kind of like. What What else is there to the suggest? only
2: thing to suggest that is they had a scenario where they don't know who was in charge of the body.
3: Yeah. And okay, the, again, but again, so many things. But that's not, but that's not specific in the story, to be like, well, oh,
0: there's point. there's a. There's a dynamic growing on right now between Mark and Layla, right? Where Layla is furious with Mark because he was there. Well, actually, she didn't even know at first whether that or not he was he, there. Right. So then she discovers, oh, wow, did you kill my father? She didn't even know if it, if it was him that pulled the trigger. So then after Mark clarifies, no, of course not. That was not me. That was my partner. Then the but dynamic first, shifts. But first, I just
1: want to clarify. The funniest part of like the the whole episode was like she was talking to Stephen the whole time. But then once she was like, "Do you kill my father?" Stephen was like, "Out, I'm out, I'm out." <laughs> oh yes, Mark, go in. This yes. is not my battle. <laughs>
0: you you take this one. You buddy. got this, this one, buddy.
1: I love this girl. You don't clearly. You can he was fighting it. so hard to not let Mark out. But once once she came at him, she he was out in a second.
0: I you know now that you mentioned that I thought it was hilarious how like Mark assaulted Steven when he saw <laughs> yeah. early on in the episode bam quick one just <laughs> I I had to get that in there just a, a quick one to the chin um that was fun. No it was it was great uh but um also could we what are these mummies
4: that are just running around are they like the wizards that she was talking about, like the six wizards that were in the tomb, that's like trying to protect them. It like,
1: I I'm just, pretty sure they were just guardians, like Egyptian guardians in a sense. Uh, they were just there to kind of like protect anybody from taking things. Uh, and that's a that's a big that's a big tomb. That's
2: Alexander
3: the Great. That's a big deal. they yeah. the filing the grave of Alexander the Great, which is funny. I was just waiting for Evie with the Book of the
4: Dead to start reading amenafus Like he's just starting to like do the whole mummy chant
0: thing. I like how he was basically desecrating that corpse by shoving his <laughs> fist down the guy's throat. He
3: was going there. But dude. if you, but what do you call it? If you didn't, if you didn't expect someone to come and get it and you specifically asked for it to be shoved down your throat, your mummified throat, I don't feel as bad. He expected someone to go get it.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, he, he clearly wanted it to happen.
3: Just not
2: uh, be the easiest thing in the world, you know? Yeah. That's
0: a, that's a big piece, man. He swallowed that hole. Didn't even okay. chew it up or oh, no. he was dead he when put they it put it, put it down, down there. Oh, he yeah, was he dead was when they put deep. it in? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about... He wasn't alive when they that put it That thing was down. deep, man. Like, oh, what, did they open his mouth when he was dead and shoved it in too?
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> yes
0: cavity and threw it in there it's it more comedic weird. if you believe he swallowed it with some oh glass my of water.
1: gosh I mean either that or he just went through the other hole and then you no, the way back. Um, no
0: that's not even atomically
1: <laughs>
3: thing, but what do you call it this is obvious this is obvious Dr. Jace, that you don't know about the mummification process and well, it's okay I, watch I, I am not of familiar Egypt. with it watch Prince
4: yeah. of Egypt you- watch The Mummy starring Brendan Fraser I'm just kidding
2: that's racist we're being
0: we're not don't being they crazy. show how the mummification process happens in prince of egypt no they don't oh. no they could have one? it tackled dark themes i don't know you can you, I can, you can just you I haven't can see that movie in like 20 like a, years
3: okay look, obviously obviously lives. y'all weren't obsessed with the egyptology dragonology and wizardology books like i was when i was oh, like harry potter world. No, 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 no. He's talking
0: about
2: he's talking about undiscovery <laughs> kids that show Tuttenstein. He just
0: no, mentioned right. wizardology. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, the...
1: I know, I know enough about G. gods. I please Might.
0: Oh yeah, oh. it's a great, it's a terrible game. Yes, of course. Yes, yeah.
2: yes. Oh, a and I have played God. Assassin's Creed Odyssey with Bayek of wherever he's
0: from. Bayek of Siwa, you Siwa. put respect on his name. Siwa, that's it. Clown. Um, I love it. Live, do you guys
4: remember that that show? Which, Which one? one?
2: Mummies alive. Oh, zombies alive. I mean, mummies alive. Yes.
4: I... You're That's you're cutting it off a little
2: bit. I'm sorry. Mummies alive. Yes, I do know. It was the rip. It was the teenage mutant ninja turtles. Let's make these cool. Mummy. In the in akin to teenage mutant ninja turtles, the land sharks, mummies alive, bu- mice, space mice on road bikes. We are digressing. Um, Arthur, uh, he, he's getting closer to his goal, uh, and clearly now he's kind
1: of over the bull. And Ethan
0: Hawk is great, by the way. Ethan
1: Hawk is really selling it. Um, I don't know how he does it, but he doesn't. He's, he's just a good actor, he's, just he's a great good actor. villain. Yeah.
4: <laughs> but this like, villain is just so weak. I'm so bored with him already.
0: What? I Dar- to Literally, no, really-
2: Darcy <laughs> wants.
4: Metaverse uh, is gonna- you couldn't live to with fly. your own
2: failure. What did that bring you back to me? That's what you want. You just want Thanos level
0: reality is ending. And- oh,
4: that- bored, like he's so peaceful. I'm so tired. And then, like, of course, he shoots him at the end, and that's the most action we get out of him.
0: He's manipulative. That's the selling point. He talks in this calm manner to any like even his cultists that are on his side he talks in this demeaning manner to them uh and i think even layla brings it up she's like is there any point when you speak that you're not condescending
2: right right it's
0: genius i mean i don't know man i he does not need to (laughs) be coming in with three infinity stones (laughs) (laughs) and causing havoc he I don't know maybe he might do something towards the end of the season where maybe he does get a superpower maybe Moon Knight has to punch him in the face a little bit I don't know um but right now he's intimidating (laughs) I like his his condescending demeanor to multiple people because that makes him more punchable I want Mark to go in on him and we're gonna we're, we're hopefully gonna get that in uh in the finale
1: I don't know well that's another surprise as well. Whenever that scene came up when he actually shot Mark, um, I was surprised because I never never actually thought that was actually gonna happen, which it was it was actually a really good scene and made Ethan Hawk even more of a terrible like not terrible, but like amazing villain.
0: Because you killed, didn't expect that happening. He killed the protagonist. Well His, seemingly it,
2: he shot we, him. We watched him stay calm pretty much when every nothing was really ever going in his favor at points in the series he has finally lost his patience you know and that was cold to see it was cold to see him switch he, he's willing
3: know. to make that choice he will kill you yeah. but right. also but then also can, are we going to are we going to talk about it now cuz we talked about well
2: here we are mark and steven fall into a pool of water that water. I, seems a baptism. It has, I don't know. It seems it has taken them to
1: beyond. Beyond. Right. Well, I, I think the water was not like important because I, I think it was just kind of like laying there in a sense. Because I uh, think it's like symbolism more or less. I, I don't think there was, to be honest. I don't know. Unless we're th- thinking about like how, when I, you know, whenever you go to one of the chambers where you actually like float in water. And it's like all dark, and you, you just have your own. Oh, um, a sensory deprivation chamber. Correct. So maybe that has like something to do with it. That's the only connection I can think of. But the like the water, I, re- I remember seeing it um, all around the tomb. So I thought it was just part of it. I didn't really think of it much. I think I think that that's a. I think that this is a sign that
3: he won. That what do you call it? Um, Arthur. Arthur won, and everything else that they're dealing with is the aftermath. Which is really interesting to see like that's that's how I'm approaching it that this is the new world that he wanted to make and it's also interesting that he's trying to take care of people. I don't know how what level of take care because there's a lot of like yes on the surface like do what do you call it do mental institutions try and help people with like mental issues and like mental illnesses and people with disabilities sure but also the, and now I'm going to really, now I'm going to really analyze this, but really these institutions are just vehicles for torture, um, vehicles for malpractice and vehicles for like harm to be done to people that are very vulnerable. Um, and it's no surprise that everything it's all stripped out and white, everything is white in this place. Um, and that's a form of torture like there's a certain thing called um like the whiteout torture where they put you in a room and everything is white and they they, they literally do not have any absence of co- like they have no color and they only feed you white rice and it's like this whole thing but um it it makes people like go insane like there's like a person and i'm maybe insane is not the right word but what do you call it uh, people have gone mad because they have stayed in it. I think that, like, he, some guy was trying to stay in it for, like, 30 days and he could only do 10. Um And after he, like, started, like, hallucinating, seeing voices. But it's, it, I think this is all purposeful.
2: All so purposeful. you think, so you're thinking this is Arthur. Arthur has put him here.
3: Yes, I think, yes. I think, or that Arthur has released Amit and he didn't know what he was getting himself into. He kind of jumped the gun and now he's in service to Amit well, right now. Are you
2: are you jumping the gum a little bit too? Because what when Mark got shot, the statue was still in Mark's possession. No. Yeah, but even,
0: yes, it was still in his hand. Does he
2: even know that Mark has it? I can't yes. remember. If, like Mark he has, has it. The, he has the thing. He has he the, has it in his hand, like
3: visible. Visible. I mean, no, it's a big I'm,
0: thing. Like it's. But I'm also visible.
3: saying, what do you call it? That even even if Mar- Mark falls into the obviously shallow pool of water, and that, that falling was just very. I'm taking it as artistic. But fair, also, that's fair. Um, Arthur has the compass that points to the thing. Oh, very true. <laughs> so either way, he go going to be like, hmm, well, it's not anywhere. Where is it? And then he's going to point at Arthur, um, not Arthur, but Mark. And he's going to be like, hmm. Ah, I, I guess I'm on the side of this is more of
2: this is in Mark's head, especially with the reveal of the VHS that he was watching. Um, yes
0: uh, <laughs> what is it
2: tomb tomb busters tomb, tomb Busters. Buster. tomb busters starring the adventures of dr steven grant
0: Ooh. Right. it comes Ooh. you know what no there was a solid two minutes in this whole like you know um, asylum bit where I for a good two minutes then I got over it I thought this was they were gonna play um, uh, the fact that everything that we've been seeing in the first three episodes was all in his head the usual suspects right and i and but then because you know as mark is going throughout the facility he's noticing things that kind of resemble things that we've seen in past episodes so he'll see like the uh, people
2: he saw the picture of the alps
0: of the alps and it's like and he's saying to himself oh all these things remind me of you know those things that I experienced. And I'm like, oh, man, are they really going to go full meta with this and actually, like, say the three episodes prior were mm-hmm. all in his head? For two minutes, I, I was sold on that. But then I was like, mm, no, that's... That's, that's bad storytelling. That's yeah. that's
3: wasting the audience's time. Yeah, yes. that, that,
0: that's <laughs> WandaVision.
2: <laughs> which which is why the thing that... Has Darf, no, back... I didn't
0: mean it.
1: Where'd you go? <laughs>
2: <laughs> the thing that pulled him back is him finding Steven. the only semblance of what he was experiencing, is, you know, actual actuality, you know, uh, which was a very nice embrace between the two. They've been butting heads for the last, you know, Excited three to episodes, see each other,
1: right? Oh, uh, it, it so many different emotions, too. And like, because there's so many that there's the oh my god, it's actually you, and then oh my god, it's actually you, like there's so many things going on going back and forth <laughs> like i can like um oscar isaac did so great in doing both yes. emotions going at, two in both people. perspective. Mm. i think they're bigger like different persons
2: Some somebody uh tweeted like uh the movie with uh the episode with uh, no context and they said this is the parent trap <laughs> <laughs> they had the twins, me, <laughs> the twins, right, oh and so, God. but you know, yeah, the, the the you know, um, Arthur Arthur shot us, right? I'm like, yes,
4: yes, and yeah, he's like, what was the last thing you remember? And he's like, Arthur shot us. And he's like, okay, thank God, I'm not crazy,
2: right, right, and so now they're starting to realize, yeah, they're in wherever they are, they are here, as in, someone has put them here.
0: And they walked you know, by this thing right here. And they, they walked by
2: this thing. I'm now. not opening that <laughs> now. Hold yeah. up, let's let's before we get into it because people have been talking, people swear they know who's in there. Oh. Um, all we ever heard about was Scotty. We don't want to share the name. Are y'all good, or what do you want? What do you no, know? No, I don't
0: no. know? I don't want to know. Like, right. I
3: don't want to know. There's do, a clear answer, no i, I, I really mean know. it's not a
2: clear answer this is what everybody has been saying is it, the third altar
3: yeah i do know i do know that there is a third altar or or even more but i and i and i do know that there's a name floating around but i don't know if this is this is this story is going to dive, you know change anything because what do you call it they changed stephen grant from being um Bruce Wayne to being um a guy who works in a gift shop milo thatch yeah. Yes. So they've, they've changed, they changed a couple of things and that's where I'm like, okay, now I'm, st- you know, I'm, I'm just going to see where it goes. I don't want to go in
0: expecting something. That's not, that might not happen with the character.
3: Yeah. I think, I think this story has been good so far as, about balancing, um, expectations with actual good storytelling. Um, so I am I'm, I'm just excited to see like yes they're dropping hints but I don't know I don't want to go into into next week and be like oh this person they 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 they, they baited us and blah 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 like they're not giving us that much right now they're only giving right. us hints breadcrumbs and maybe this is not for Moon Knight season 1 maybe those are for Moon Knight season 2 Well I think they um, said this is a limited series no
2: I think they did call this and I think. Hawkeye a Hawkeye was definitely
0: limited series,
2: right? And, um, and WandaVision. I mean, they could
0: And WandaVision.
2: They could, they could change it if they want to, you know. They could. Um, mm-hmm. but I saw the name floating around. I did not look further into the name. I'm, I like going into this very much. I'm going to learn my Moon Knight lore from
1: the show, and then I'll follow up after the show is over. But. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so many theories here Like, I know, like, during the last scene with the big well, like, well, um, when they were doing the bingo scene, um, and everything was floating by, you can see so many things like how everybody's talking in it with all the people from from the past, uh, his goldfish cupcakes. Uh, there was like, I don't a, even like notice the goldfish as well, like, as a hummingbird. Uh, um,
0: wait, what was the thing with the cupcakes again?
1: The cupcakes is the truck. He was driving. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a truck from the first, oh, from the first okay, that okay. episode.
0: Got it. Got it. Got it.
1: Yeah. Um. The, there was Dan Um. And there was Leila as well, just like walking around as an orderly. Order. Yeah. Yeah. They, the one thing I was so confused was the was some bingo um, um, bingo paper because like bingo normally had like the B I N G O. And also, like all the numbers, but like all the numbers would be kind of like ordered in some kind of way. Um, but if you look at a paper in this in this uh, in this episode, it, like everything was just like all completely randomized.
0: Yeah, it didn't look like he got a solid bingo in any. Should direction. be your
1: should be your key, man. Your this ain't real. Th- this there has to be something, yeah. And and at first, like um, at least this what this what I got, because like Mark was just like. Uh, okay, I guess this is kind of, like, going on. And then he started talking to uh, to Ar- Arthur. And then, like, he's still thinking, like, there's something wrong with this. Like, something is off. Until uh, Arthur said, he said a quote. And it was a quote that he said before he shot him. It was, uh, I cannot help you if you cannot help yourself. Yes. I, I can't save people who don't want to be saved. Correct. Ah, that, that, was yeah. a, that, that was a quote. And once, once he said that, uh, that's when everything clicked. And Mark was, like, you you me. Me. I but he also said Something's in that bright.
3: conversation, he also said something really interesting where he said we don't live in a material world, we live in a psychic world. Oh, yeah. So this probably is like another level of reality where this is all going on. Um, wait a
4: second. reality stones?
3: <laughs> no. <laughs>
2: Leave them out of the equation.
0: <laughs> they have played their part. That's where the Shadow
4: King lives. in the Oh, I'm sorry, the astral realm.
3: I, I, I don't know if this is the astral realm, yeah. but this is definitely somewhere. Yes, it's a, it's a plane. Somewhere.
2: It's a yeah. plane.
3: Oh. And, maybe... and the
4: Shadow King is from uh, from Egypt. That's where he finds Storm.
3: Ooh. And we got well. We're only focusing on. Right. On I don't think season. they're going to be. No MCU Ties,
0: Dars. This is a Moon Knight, Moon Knight this- series. Is-
2: Oscar Isaac has said that that's why he was so drawn to the project because it was so separate from the greater MCU and Marvel in general. So I, if you you know in the in a in a introduction series, I don't think they want to introduce some
3: other characters from their own you know line to come in and be a the the endings the ending episode is going to have the new Captain America, Bucky, of course. um, Quicksilver, but the dead version of him, and, and Wolverine. then Wolverine and Wolverine come and save Moon Knight from um, Moon Knight. We should do Ark.
2: I guess. <laughs> I,
4: I, guess. I-, <laughs> I swear to God, did they do that <laughs> before this The series ends? I just need a little hint this is a Marvel production, not just a Disney This show. is a Marvel production. They
2: threw you Victor Doom. What are you saying? See, you're the type of people that Dr. Mondo probably don't like because if you Dr. want Mondo formula. If Dr. Mondo
0: was on here, he you would want be formula. ranting, uh, full rant mode. You don't the, want
2: formula.
0: If the formula
4: works, then why do you want to try to change it? Oh, oh
2: nothing. It does I, not mean it cannot be improved.
4: Crap! So I come to see the Marvel crap.
3: Uh, what? But Marvel can exist by itself. Like Moon Knight is doing a good job, and I think it's also managing because it's so separate from everything. They're taking risks. Like we didn't. Ex- if this was a Marvel, sh- if this was a Marvel Studios show that's tied into everything, then they wouldn't have gone to Egypt in the second episode. They've been like, no, we have to actually travel there. And maybe we'll see some, you know, funny European people. And then we'll be like, You know the Avengers? You're like a superhero, right? And then what do you call it? And then um Contra wouldn't have moved the stars. It'd be like, Contra was like, No, I know what to do. And then it's gonna be immediately undercut by Layla getting a call from the undercover Agent Colson and being like, Oh God. Layla. I have, um I did you on a mission and then blah, blah, blah. see this 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 is not this is multiverse. Uh, Listen, you gotta you gotta just
2: let things naturally unfold. I think it, I think you set yourself up
4: too high. I'll let the, the the cards lay where they are or whatever the saying is.
2: You just gotta let it be for what it is. <laughs> it's a story of two brothers who passed a sarcophagus that could be their other brother.
4: Oh, and and
2: what themselves?
0: That's why our themselves. Family. And then well, they what, bump into a hippo. Uh, yeah, yeah,
2: what comes out the door?
4: But for one second, this is literally Gloria from Madagascar. Ha! Like, I, how who they got to voice over?
2: I don't know. No but idea. I know. I immediately went to Twitter and was like, "Gloria the hippo, anybody?" Uh, <laughs>
0: All right. It was the same pitch and everything. <laughs> it was it was spot on.
2: Yeah. Um hey, now yeah, this I, just
0: which which god is this by the way?
2: Um we know we know and it's funny enough. I saw that they teased this in like episode
1: one in the gift right. shop. Yeah. Um, was, or something. I, I looked Voteria.
3: it up. I looked it up earlier and I can't pronounce the name, but it is the god of that helps women with pregnancy. Yeah,
2: Tawaret, Tawaret? Tawaret, I think so. Tawaret. yes.
3: Okay. Yeah. yeah, and apparently that is a very good god. Like, that's, like, one of the major, like, household gods that Egyptians used to, like, constantly pray to, even if they were in a cult, like, they would be, because Egyptians worked a little bit different um, than, like, what we have today. Like, some people, like, were cultists and were like, ah, no, we only pray to this one god, and that's it. And then they had, like, the household gods that they would, like, Pray to, which would be like the main pantheon, and every house was kind of different. So, um, she she's a, supposed to be at least a force for good. So let's see what happens.
1: Yeah, once you said that she was like uh, the god of like kind of like giving birth, kind of sense. Um, like I immediately think about like how they are quote unquote kind of one of my theories is basically that they're in purgatory, and. Like she was she's actually gonna be she's there to actually help them out. That she's gonna be like a factor to actually like revive them or like yeah. refer to them mm-hmm. again. Easily. So but that here's easily but make me think of that.
3: But here's another thing. Now that we're talking about Egypt mythology, and again, Egypt mythology has always been kind of weird and strange, and people have been evil many times in many adaptations of Egyptian mythology. I'm thinking about what do you call it? Um, Yu Gi Oh the movie with the Pyramid of Light. Oh, <laughs> with light. Anubis? Anubis. Anubis yeah. is a. a is supposed to be a very fair and like God. He's supposed to just judge you. So, and then in that movie, they made him out to be like Pharaoh. I'm evil, and I will kill you. And they, made them,
2: they made him. They made him the Hades equivalent. You know the.
3: Which again, the Hades is not.
0: 80s is not a bad guy. It's, so it's it's the Hollywood interpretation. It's, it's of
2: the 80s. it's the if you are related to death in any sort of the matter, you must be bad. equal yourself, right? Death but, but then bad. here
3: comes but then here comes the what do you call it? Here comes the question. I looked up um, Ahmed and her role because in Egypt, everyone had like a very specific role. Um, with life's processes like there was a god who would like be a boat across another god so that it could take raw um throughout the day throughout the cycles horus was supposed to be like the leader osiris was was meant to die um and be portrayed but um so this amit apparently is a like a god and this is this is gonna be very interesting if any um people are familiar with like the uh, Baptist interpretations of the Bible. Um, but she apparently appears next to a lake of fire and eats um, those people who don't deserve to live um, or don't deserve to go into the afterlife. And then sometimes she'll be like, I don't, you're so bad. I don't want to eat you. You just go in the lake of fire. So now I'm questioning like, why why do the other gods want Ahmed? like is how is this interpretation going to be portrayed you know what i mean of course they're going to change things and they're going to make her bad but it's just it's just interesting to see how it relates to the actual mythology there could be some plays here where the
2: gods are punishing others in their own favor you know to where maybe ammit was unjustly punished and put into the statue. We don't know, but however, this final scene with the hippo opens the door that maybe the gods are more involved than everybody thinks. Like here, Howet appears Hi, very good nature. Sounds good spirited as Mr. Bombastic said, maybe she is here to guide them back because their task is not done like Gandalf, the white in a sense. You know, but at the same time, I think I did see like she is involved in like healing and like fertility and whatnot. And maybe this is just her way to rehabilitate uh, Mark, Stephen, whatever alters there are. Come Man. to terms
0: with this guy. whoever Yeah, it is. E- exactly. By the way, his sarcophagus is standing up compared to Stephen's, which was laying down. I don't True. know if that means anything, but it was interesting.
2: Not, no no, doubt uh, where do we stand as far as I think we pretty much cover everything here with Moon Knight episode 4 well, I think we nailed the lingering questions we know moving forward we need to get out of this place, purgatory the mental psychic plane, wherever they are we need to get out of here, Layla's in that tomb with Harrow who presumably has Amit and our boy is still locked up. Uh, many things to look forward to in the next episode. Uh, any final thoughts before we close it up?
1: Uh, I don't think they're gonna show the, like my in my opinion, they're not gonna show the third person personality as of yet. I think they're just doing it like kind of like an eas- Easter egg kind of like what's gonna come later on. Uh I think that this episode is just gonna be between Mark and Steven uh trying to get out of trying to get out of there. And at least from from what I think. And they're gonna have the help of um Torret or Taurera or I forgot. name. enough. Tower. The hippo. Yeah, yeah, the hippo. Um so Call her at least in my too. opinion. Yeah. Uh so at least in my opinion, that's that's still gonna be that sarcophagus standing up. It's gonna be a question that everybody's still gonna be thinking about the next few episodes, because nobody is really gonna I think it's just going to bring more questions to a lot of people the next few episodes. And it's just going to eventually, like, maybe two or three more episodes down the road, they're going to show it. Oh, like, remember this that you saw episode four? Let's bring it back in and let's actually capture everything and bring everything together. At, well, there's at least only two
0: episodes thinking. left as well. Oh,
1: I should not know that. Yeah, yep. but they we are two, chunky yep.
3: episodes. Oh, so we
1: got there are. They're
3: not and... like twenty-minute episodes. I just so... hope that they. I hope that they come to a better conclusion than big Marvel CGI fight scene. Mm. I hope it's more interesting than that. I hope. I hope I that know. the fight scene is is just interesting, and I hope that it's you know because I'm like can Earth. Let's be real. Can Arthur fight? He's wearing those those damn sandals. <laughs> they Can haven't explained the that
0: yet.
2: They <laughs> haven't.
3: Glass. The, the, well, well I, I watched the behind the scenes. Apparently, Ethan Hawke was like, you know, fanatics do crazy things all the time in history. Why don't we do this so, to show how fanatical I am? I, I did read uh, that. That okay. did come from him. It did. That makes sense.
0: Uh, I'm convinced he's a fanatical
1: interesting that hurts that's for uh, sure
0: no for real i mean i'm i'm sold so far uh the only other show that i know was loki six episodes
2: yes they yeah. loki hawkeye falcon and winter soldier i don't know why i thought they were more all six that. episodes really yeah. loki was six episodes loki was six episodes yep
0: wow i mean what was eight and i
4: think what if was right
0: 10. right um mm-hmm. I mean, I was drawing a direct comparison more so to Falcon and Winter Soldier just because that was the one that I remembered being six episodes. And I remember we said in that pod that if it just got one or two episodes more, they could have fleshed out that ending that they clearly rushed. So I'm hoping Moon Knight does not have that same problem because right now we're getting really good buildup and I hope it just doesn't culminate in... Episode six being this mess of an episode where they try to address every single little thing rather than answering some questions. Episode five, answering the rest in six. I don't know. We'll we'll see. But so far, I like the buildup. I like the pacing that they're going with. And um, I mean, I liked characters more than I did now. I like Layla way more now than I did yeah. like in episode four. Um, I think I even mentioned before I felt kind of slow a little bit when they, when they try to focus on Layla And uh, Mark having their one-on-one. But now, (laughs) Layla's up there. Layla's up there now. So, I'm excited. We'll see. We'll see for sure.
2: We will see. So, all we can do is keep following these breadcrumbs that Mark and Steven have been laying out for us. And hopefully, we can reach a satisfying conclusion that will satisfy all. But that's it. Lovely people from us here at the Yonko table. Be sure to follow us on all social media platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Make sure you follow us on your local podcast listening stations, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and of course, if you'd love to see our faces, be sure to check us out on YouTube for the whole video recording. So without further ado, I am Grandmaster Who, Dr. Jason Turney, Nino Desplazado, Mr. Bombastic, And Darce, signing out. Y'all take care.